Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is our part two conversation with Patricia Poor, who was our guest last week. And Patricia, if you didn't get to listen to that episode, I highly recommend it, especially if you're struggling with choosing healthier options, how to start eating healthier or really starting to move your body. And if you're wanting to kind of just ditch the whole all or nothing mentality, I highly recommend you listen to part one and part two as well. So today's episode, we talk more about the mindset shifts that we need to take in order to really take on this new journey. If this is a new journey for you on healthy eating and your fitness journey as well, how to overcome food guilt and shame. We talk a little bit about using the 80-20 rule to achieve your goals and how starting small can really get you big results. So I'm so excited for this episode. I hope you enjoy. Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family. But I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things. The incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony. And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse bun up, and let's dig in. Now, what would you say, what are maybe some mindset shifts that nurses can use in order, because I think the biggest thing is the break room snack. We Mm. get so many snacks, people come in, you know, from other different businesses and they drop off some goodies, it's usually cookies, brownies, ice cream, pizza. So what would you recommend And I think this could be, this can really carry on like a conversation about food guilt and shame, but what is starting off like maybe a mindset shift with that? Because I I don't, I know that's something I struggled with and I know a lot of my nurses struggle with as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like around all the snacks, it's always very tricky because um, for some reason, when we see, you know, oh my God, free donuts, uh, then we feel like, this is like my only, you know, opportunity to have it. Like I, I need to have it, you know, when, because like, this is, this is my guilty pleasure and I will not buy it, you know? So it's like, it's, um, uh, it's a forbidden um, food. So I, I will have, I, I must have it. And I think this is the first thing that we need to get away from is really this um, narrative in our heads that there are things that are first of all, bad and, and not allowed so you know like cheat meals Uh, i hate i hate the word cheat meal there is no cheat meal there is no junk food there are no bad foods there are just foods that are um more useful 
and, and more nutritious, you know, for your body. And there are foods that are less nutritious. And every single food has a place in your diet. So I always like to, um, I always coach with the 80-20 mindset. So try to, um, you know, um, 80% of your food choices should be nutri nutritious and more like whole foods. And the rest of the 20% enjoy it's soul foods they are for your soul so you can you can have anything but in moderation as long as you follow the 80 20 rule so i think this is the first like and the biggest mindset shift that that donut you can actually have it any day because that fits into your 20 percent. and if you want to choose it that day that that's your 20 percent, then amazing great and then also don't feel bad about it but enjoy it to the core um when it becomes tricky um is that when it becomes a habit you know that that's every day i have a donut in the uh, in the break room and maybe you say okay that's my 20 percent every day and then it can be a habit okay but if you also want to have you know the soul foods outside of the break room and leave room for that then sometimes you just say nah not today i'll have to, i'll have a donut tomorrow and that takes off the pressure of having to have that yes i love that and i think that the the mindset around that the 80 20 i really love that as well because i think that it comes down to like you were saying right you're like oh my gosh it's a free donut i got to have free right i got to have that donut and it's kind of like the scarcity mindset. And I know it's something that really, when I made this shift in my mindset, it really helped me say no to the break room snacks and be okay with it. I didn't feel like I needed it because the way I shifted my mindset was saying that I can get that anytime. I can get that anytime and I can have that anytime. I just choose not to do that right now. Because I know that, you know what, this weekend I'm going to hang out with my girlfriends and we're going to have a really good time. We're going to have some margaritas, chips and guac. And it's it's just kind of taking a holistic view of your life as well. And like you said, I totally agree with the once it becomes a habit, then that's a little concerning, right? If you have donuts every day or that pizza every day, then yeah, it's we, we need to kind of maybe reconsider or look at things differently. But another thing that um, I was thinking about was the really just, I think it starts with being honest with yourself. I don't know if you'd agree with this, but really being honest with yourself and saying, am I really doing the 80, 20, or am I really not making this a habit? See, and this is where the lifestyle audit comes in because oh, yeah. like when you do a lifestyle audit, you have to be honest with yourself and not just one day. I want you to do it for at least a week, if not two weeks. And write everything down. And by the way, I actually have a free lifestyle audit guide. I forgot to mention this to you before, but um, you can download it from, if you go onto my Instagram or on my website, it's like the first thing that you can see, a free lifestyle audit guide. You can just download it and it brings you through every step and you can write everything down and then have a look. And um, so honesty is the key like self-awareness is always step one and um once you're clear about because the thing is it's it's very tricky because what we say that we do what we think that we do 
and what we actually do are three different things. So let me, let me say that again. So what we say that we do, so what we tell others that like, oh, I, I never eat junk food. That's one thing. Then what we think that we do, we might think, oh, no, no, I don't actually eat junk food. But what we actually do that you can only discover if you sit down with yourself for like a week at least and you are open enough to be honest with yourself and if you respect yourself enough to be honest with yourself and it can hurt you know like when I do lifestyle audits with my clients sometimes they're like oh my god Pat I didn't realize that I was doing this and then they start feeling bad about it and you need to also understand that there is nothing wrong with you know with having habits that are not that helpful because it's actually great because there is something to improve on you know I actually I, I love this reframe like if there is something that you currently don't like that you like instead of shaming yourself about it and feeling guilty about it take it as a challenge take it as like okay great that's something that I can work on and I can get better and when you look at it as an opportunity to improve as a human, I think it just becomes like so exciting. Oh my gosh, so, yes. It's a beautiful thing to be evolving and growing and continuing to unlock your next best, best self, you know, the next best version of yourself. It's, And I think, you know, there's a fine line, right? When you're being honest about your habits, being honest about your, your lifestyle, your thoughts, your behaviors, there's a fine line be between being self-aware and being honest with yourself and then shaming yourself or beating yeah. yourself up. And I know because I've been there before, especially when I, you know, you and I, we talked last time about our relationships and leaving these relationships. And I had to kind of take a hard look in the mirror without beating myself up as best as possible because we fall into that we're human beings and just saying like okay what are the things that I can improve that I can learn and I can grow into and so I think that if when you guys do the lifestyle audit it's not about beating yourself up it's about just becoming more self-aware and being able to see where can I improve? Because I think, you know, something that Tony Robbins says a lot is the truth will set you free. It really will. And now you can see, okay, these are the areas I need to work on. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a beautiful thing to improve. And no one is perfect. You will never be perfect. Even though like, you know, maybe I have my nutrition habits a bit more figured out than, you know, others, but I have so many things still in my life that I can improve on. And I'm excited about it because I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but I look at life as a game of Super Mario. So basically That's you awesome. start level one um, and you fight all the mushrooms and all the every, everything that, you know, you have to kill. And then you get to the end of level one and you're just like, oh my God, I got to my goal. But you know what? You go up, right? And now... You start again from level, you know, level two at the start again. And it's and it keeps going. It's a never-ending game of Super Mario. You set a goal, you reach it, then you go to the next level, you start again, next goal. And um, but for that, you need to be honest with yourself of like where are we starting? And circling back to food, the guilt 
that we're feeling about, you know, eating junk food and all of that, we also need to realize like where that comes from. Where where where, where does that shame and guilt come from? And a lot of it actually comes from society or the families that we grew up in. And we kind of need to like set ourselves free and redefine what is right for us instead of, you know, letting society dictate how we should live. Mm, Yes, I love that. And going back to what you said about the Super Mario game, I love that because I kind of see that the same way. And I think that as I've been on this journey of personal growth, you know, the last few years and something that I'll, I'll mention on my podcast is it's not so much the end goal, right? I guess we set goals, but it's mm-hmm. about, it's really about the journey and the person that we become along the way. And I think that is just the beautiful part. And it's something that I've definitely learned because I think I was hitting these goals of mine and I was like, after a while, I was like, why don't I feel the same? And I'm like, I'm too focused in on the goal, too focused in. And I'm sure, I don't know if you've had this with your clients, maybe they're hyper-focused on losing the weight on a certain yeah. number to to look great for in, in the bikini for their summer vacation. Is that something that you've experienced? Yes, absolutely. So everyone comes to me with a goal of losing weight or looking better, Right. This is where it, where it comes from, because that's what we learn from society, that we need to be smaller, we need to look leaner, you know, all of these different body types that, you know, whenever what's in trend. However, when we start working um, on the way, the women that I work with, actually, like after like probably like four or six weeks, they already come back to me and they're like, Pat, I'm actually already so much happier And I don't even really care about like, you know, that goal weight that I set, because I already feel so much better in my body. I'm so much more confident. I'm showing up so much better in other areas of my life because showing up in the gym, that's a skill. Like, you know, the the resilience, the dedication uh, to yourself, keeping promises to yourself. It boosts your self-confidence because you know that you can trust yourself and that confidence and self-trust translates and you know, mirrors in each and every part of your life. Um, And so the women, like, you know, after my clients, after a few weeks are already like, oh my God, Pat, like, this is not really about losing weight, is it? And I'm like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Again, it's not about the goal, right? It's the feeling under that goal. What do they want to feel? They want to feel confident. They want to feel good. They want to feel strong. And it's in the journey throughout as you continue to evolve and grow that you start to feel that way. And you can feel that, you know, as like you said, showing up for yourself, going to the gym and keeping that commitment to yourself. I love that. That's amazing. Absolutely. What's tricky about this is that um, selling that is not very strong. So like, you know, the the marketing of Mm -hmm. like a fitness industry that I'm in is like, it's so much shinier when you say in eight weeks, you will lose like 10 kilos. Then do you want to feel more confident? You know? Yes. Yes. It's like they, I don't think we realize because I, that's, you know, I'll share my story too. When I kind of was just fed up with trying to go to the gym on my own, I knew that I wasn't holding myself accountable and I was just kind of trying all these different diets had like a specific goal, I would fall off track, I just, you know, and I would beat myself up about it. And so finally, that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to hire a personal trainer, 
to keep me accountable because you're putting like skin in the game, right? You're putting money, you're investing in yourself and you're betting on yourself. I bet that, you know, I'm putting this money and I'm going to, I'm going to lose the weight, get stronger, show up, whatever that is. Right. And it was honestly the best thing I ever did for my fitness and overall just health and wellness, because it really just, I needed, I know I myself needed that accountability and I had to show up every week, right? No matter if I wanted to or not, I knew that I put way, a lot of money into it. And the first month was pretty tough because I wasn't used to working out that much. I wasn't used to doing those workouts. But as time went on, I started really staying consistent and even working outside of that, right? I would do a little bit of cardio on the days off um, or, you know, active recovery, all that stuff. And it just turned into a lifestyle now. And it's it's crazy because I cannot go without exercising or at least, and I do that 80-20 as well, right? Like eating whole foods for the most part. But I do not guilt myself whenever I go out with my girlfriends and have a drink or have some dessert. And it feels so freaking good because it makes me so much just healthier and stronger and just more resilient, like you said. And it's like, it's taking me or it's um, pushed me away from this all or nothing mindset. Oh, I, I ate like crap in the morning, so I might as well just eat crap for the rest of the day. It snowballs. It snowballs. You need to, if you don't give yourself the opportunity to do these things, then you're just like, why am I even doing this at all? And that's not how it works. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So another shift is like this all or nothing mindset. It's like, okay, you ate, you know, you you didn't eat like you planned on eating for the, for your breakfast or whatever, but how can we do that better for lunchtime or dinner time? Right. Absolutely. And I also, I just, want to say like I love that for you you know I love that you put you know skin in the game and now it's a it's a lifestyle and that is exactly how it works the first like three to six to 12 to 18 months depending on where you're currently at you know lifestyle and and body wise you will have to work harder it will be hard it will be tough you know because you will have to do things that you're currently not used to it doesn't mean that you have to go from zero to 100 we just talked about this no incremental uh, changes however it will be harder but the more you do it and these things become a habit they turn into a lifestyle so I always say that whenever someone hires me and after 12 months or 18 months they say Pat I can do this on my own thank you so much I learned so much from you I know how to eat I know how to train I can show up for myself now because I have this confidence in myself and they say goodbye to me and our relation coaching relationship ends I'm like I am heartbroken because I love these women I absolutely love them but as a coach that's those are the moments when I'm the I feel the most successful because what I coach is a lifestyle it is not an eight to 12 week transformation. It is, first of all, it takes longer. It takes months, not just weeks, even like a year or two, right? In some cases, but afterwards you're free because you have a new lifestyle that you can live on your own and you're free forever. So you don't have to diet ever again. And this is what I really want people to understand that yes, at the start, it will be hard and you will have to put in time, 
money energy but after you've done it for long enough with a coach with help with an accountability buddy whatever works for you you will be able to do it for the rest of your life I love that. Thank you so much, Patricia. This has been such an amazing conversation yet again. Um, thank you so much. Is uh, How can they figure or how can they find you on social or any links? Yes, absolutely. So um, on Instagram, I am at patricia.fitnesscoach. And that's the best way to reach me. And uh, what I currently have, as I said, um, I have the free lifestyle audit. Um, that maybe we can also put this in the show notes so people can easily download that. I will uh, send you the protein cheat sheet and the staple grocery um, food list. Um, And I also have a membership actually, which is exactly for women like, you know, overachievers and who are busy. Um, in, In this membership, you have workouts, gym and home workouts, uh, that come in an app, a bit of group chat, and a monthly nutrition masterclass to understand the basics of nutrition. And it literally gives you, it's your pocket guide for fitness, and you have everything in there. So um, a bit more information about that as well um, will be in the show notes, I'm guessing. Yes, and I will put all that in the show notes. That sounds perfect, especially for busy nurses who are needing that accountability, that community and support, right, from a coach and who is going to help you really live a sustainable lifestyle, like you said. So thank you so much. Again, thank you. I think this was such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I always, always love chatting with you. All right, friend, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse, babe, who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.